Welcome back, everybody. You're talking tables with Bill, Bill and David. David. On this month's episode, we're going to introduce David Walton, of course. We're going to add a new segment called Dissecting with David. We're going to talk about the obsolescence of the 3500, along with a few other issues. So starting off, let's introduce uh, David Walton to the Skytron family. He is a new product coordinator for surgical tables and accessories. Welcome, David. Thanks, Bill. As Bill mentioned, I started working for Skytron and come from working in the medical field for about 15 years. I first noticed Skytron from working in the OR previously during urology procedures. And when I needed a place to concentrate my vision, the Skytron lights were there and would be primarily the first thing I would see. Well, clearly, David, those lights were shining on something, I assume, correct? So, yes, these were usually primarily urology procedures. And with the lights illuminating down, I was able to get a good picture of the Skytron tables. So, David, I hear that a lot of urologists are, are quite funny. Do you have any jokes you can share? I don't know if there's any jokes, but I know their favorite keyboard shortcut. What's that? Control P. <laughs> Hilarious. So, David's been with us for only about a week, week and a half right now, and it's completely unfair to compare him to what we were doing a year ago, but I'm going to do exactly that. Looked up some table numbers, and over the period of time that David had worked for us, this year compared to that time in 2018, here are our table numbers. In 2018, we had sold 39 tables over that week and a half period. And in 2019, we've sold 20. Not saying you're off to a bad start, David, but I think we got to pick it up a little bit. Well, I guess it's a good thing that I'm more worried about the accessories, Bill. All right, fair enough. I won't bring up the accessory numbers because it's going to take too long. All right, on to some table obsolescence. We are going to be obsoleting the Skytron 3500 Elite Easy Slide Table. And I just want everyone to remember that this only affects the first 3500 line powered table. That's absolutely correct. So don't panic. We're not obsoleting all earlier generation 3500s. This is just 3500. Doesn't include the 3500B, 3501B, 3501C or 3502. Those tables are still currently going to be supported by Skytron. So I have actually reached out to our marketing department and we are in the process of creating a informative handout that you can provide to your customer. And along with that, we're also working on the official letter of obsolescence and we'll put that out in the form of a memo as usual. So keep your eyes open for that. It should be out within the next two weeks. You guys can find the letter of obsolescence in the discontinued table folder within Skynet. So unfortunately, David's first couple of days at Skytron, I was traveling and I had the opportunity to go and speak with a group that was from the VA. This group was brought together across the country. It wasn't just from one single VA, but it was a meeting that was located down in Florida. It was a really good opportunity to hear from our customers and to speak about our products. I just wanted to share a bit of that experience today. So the main purpose of this committee was to eliminate any pushing, pulling, or lifting in the OR. And what they were really referring to was the manipulation of the patient on the surgical surface. And that included taking them from the gurney and putting them onto the table. And then once they were there, you know, manipulating a leg, for example, or manipulating an arm. 
they were really interested in trying to find the best products out there that would eliminate any of those pushing, pulling, or lifting activities. While we didn't offer solutions for all of the things they wanted, um, I think across the board between uh, ourselves, Stryker and Trump, who were also there, uh, we learned a lot about where they want to go in the future. You know, some of the examples they gave us, I would say, were, were, were kind of outlandish, where they wanted uh, accessories to be stored inside the table castings and then kind of emanate from the casting and, you know, potentially then hold an arm or a leg. You know, well, things like that probably aren't possible with, you know, the size of castings we currently have without, you know, negatively affecting other portions of the surgical table. The message was clear that they want lighter weight, easier to use products. So a few of the things that I concentrated on, uh, obviously, were things that we had already in our current portfolio. Hyperlight leg section and the transfer board portion of that were shown to them. The transfer board itself was shown to them, and we got a lot of good feedback on the transfer board. And it really dawned on me, even though I was sitting with a group of experienced users of our products, there were still many of them that didn't even realize that transfer boards were an option. So my challenge to you is, again, get out there and make sure that you show things like the transfer board during our demos, or even people who've had our tables for a long period of time, make sure they're aware of some of these newer accessories um, so that they can actually utilize them and eliminate complaints. Because when I showed this transfer board, you know, a couple of the nurses stood up and said, well, why don't we have those right now? You know, and I explained to them, yeah, we've had these for 15, 20 years. Um, then it was kind of an eye opener that they just hadn't seen that this, you know, call it technology even existed. So. Uh, make sure that we talk about these things on a regular basis with our customers. Another really fun part of my time down there was this whole entire event was held in what they call a sim lab. And the sim lab is a, it's a virtual hospital. It really is a hospital. They have all the normal equipment you would have there. It's all functioning. So, you know, robots, even down to like a dentistry office was there. It was really, really cool. And they have these high tech, uh, you know, dummies that you can put on the table and do chest compressions on, and even like minor surgeries are all hooked to computers. So it was a really cool uh, advanced area, but we did these simulations at the end of the day, and they were working on our table, 3603, and they had transferred a patient onto the table, and they had started to talk about the best ways to do that transfer. But after that was, was finalized, something really interesting came up. There was an anesthesiologist running the table, just as normal, and he was sliding the table from the head position towards the leg position. And during that slide, the table, as you know, stops in the center position. And I'm sure many of you have experienced this before. The table stopped and the anesthesiologist assumed at that point that that's as far as the table slid towards leg. And then one of the nurses who was there said, no, can, you can slide it farther. Anesthesiologist said, oh, no, it's, you know, it stopped, but he hit the button again and started going. And he's like, oh, okay, it's going again. And then it started to slide out. And as you know, we have the 26 inches of top slide on that table. As that was occurring, another person in the room said, oh my gosh, it looks like it's going to tip. And the anesthesiologist started to, to move it towards the leg in these little increments because he was worried about the table tipping over. I said, no, don't worry about it. You can go all the way out. It'll be fine. They had a nurse on the table at this point. Um, I'm going to guesstimate a weight of maybe 200 pounds. Um, but they were all now concentrated, this whole group of people was concentrated on our table, thinking that, man, this thing is going to tip over. And I was there and got to say, no, just go all the way. They did it all the way. And that got some, you know, some slight oohs and ahs like, oh, that's really cool. And I got to take that opportunity to say, look, you know, this is one of the trade-offs. This ability to get this surgical access that you're all looking at right now in awe of, 
only happens because the table itself is built to do this. And that includes the overall weight of the table. So we know that we get a lot of complaints about table weight, but the trade-off is, is you can do these things that will make, uh, you know, legitimately make a staff of people look at the table and be like, wow, that just doesn't look like it's possible to do and still do it. So I guess my point is when, you know, you're confronted with the obstacle of, hey, you know, your tables seem a bit heavier than the competitions. This is one thing that you can point to. Well, yeah, they are, but we also are the only ones who can slide 800 pounds a patient over a 26 inch area. So in the OR, in the operating room, that surgical access is really what they want. I don't want to belittle the, you know, the, the struggle to move the table maybe from room to room, but end result is, is in the OR right now with the tables that we have, we can do things that are still pretty amazing. And the final point I wanted to make, and I know I keep bringing up low height, but I'm gonna bring it up again. One of the things that they really liked during this conference was the low height of the table gave them the ability to take those patients who were ambulatory, the ones where they didn't have to physically transfer themselves onto the table. It allowed those people to walk into the room and sit down very comfortably on the table. A lot of the tables that only go to 26, 28 inches high, um, it's a little bit of a step up for some of the patients to get on those tables. So it's a little difficult. If you can make or get the patient to walk in the OR and sit down on the table on their own, uh, that eliminates, you know, all that lifting, pushing and pulling that would occur during a normal transfer. So, you know, don't forget that as a benefit of low table height as well. So overall, it was a great experience. And I think we learned uh, what I think we already knew, actually, is that, you know, everybody wants to go to uh, lighter weight equipment and we'll continue to push our suppliers to move in that direction as we move forward. And now for a new segment, Dissecting, Dissecting with David. Today, I'd like to talk about Skytron's spring lock clamp. A brief history with this clamp is it originally came out with the Flex Fit stirrup but now it's available individually so this means you can find it as a standalone product in the accessory brochure spring lock clamps will give peace of mind that accessories attached to the surgical table will remain secure throughout the duration of the procedure so just make sure that you understand most flat accessory bars can be placed within the spring lock clamp in addition the spring lock clamps do not require any of the side rail cutouts and can be placed at any position along the side rails and one of my favorite features for this clamp is that it only takes one hand to put on and take off of the side rail okay and to wrap it up for this month we are going to have a special guest as many of you may have known we had our sales school this last week and we're going to invite kyle from atlas medical to Tell us all about his exciting time at Skytron Sales School. So let's give him a call. Hello, Kyle. Thanks for joining us today. Sure thing, guys. Uh, happy, happy to do so. Love, love me some table talk. So, Kyle, we want to know, you just went through the sales school. For those who haven't been through it in a while or maybe never have been through it, uh, what to you stood out as the greatest point in sales school this last week? You know, guys, I'd have to say hands down, uh, the lights and booms uh, tends to be the gold standard and the staple for Skytron uh, highlights innovation, ingenuity and, and class. But what you really enjoyed mostly was the table portion, correct? Well, I certainly got a lot out of it. What's not to love about the 3603 most slide in the market, uh, Hercules 6702. 
first in market and still really the only one in the market with uh, with a rotational tabletop, 210 degrees. I love it. How about a takeaway from school? What was one thing that stood out to you? Yeah, you know, sure. Specific to, uh, to table, uh, the table aspect of school, I would say uh, prior to doing any type of in-service, really get your hands on the accessories that we have. Number one, there's plenty of them. You know, number two, it takes a little bit of time to, to, to figure out, you know, the best configurations for beach chairs, split legs, and, and other things. But uh, we've got great product. But, you know, we need to stand out as an expert. So certainly spend some time with it while, you know, prior to taking it in the field. How about some advice for the next class coming in? Yeah, I would say certainly uh, if you have the opportunity, spend some time in the field. Uh, take a look at the, uh, the variety of our solutions that we have absolutely come prepared. There's certainly an introductory test in the beginning um, and there's, there's tests throughout. And so, uh, but it'll also, it, it'll also help you to, to, to gather all the nuggets and ask all the, all the proper questions, you know, while you're in there, certainly take advantage of the time with, uh, with the product managers that we have, the knowledge that, that our uh, regional directors also have with their years of experience. And, uh, you know, so just if you come prepared, you'll certainly be able to maximize that time. Now that you sat through all the classes, who would you say did the best job as far as product managers go? Gosh, I don't even know if I'd be able to get her last name correct, but it's Jacqueline. Ah, what a shame. Looks like we dropped that call. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining us this month and talking tables with Bill and David. <laughs>